0: Uh, Welcome to this week's podcast. You could be listening to anything in the world. Elvis Presley, love me tender, Michael Jackson. (laughs) Listen, I'm hype. I got some cold brew in me right now, nitro in fact. But the reason why I am so excited is because I had to do a lot of stuff to get my body ready for Race Day. I'm recording this podcast live before the Ocean City Half Marathon and we're going to discuss why you need to take care of your body. We need, we're going to talk about how you need to be able to do nothing foolish. DNF in the cross-country world stands for did not finish but it also could stand for do nothing foolish. So a couple of weeks ago, I was playing basketball, keep forgetting how old I am, I'm 45, feel like I'm 25, and you know, I was playing hard, playing aggressive, and I did something to my left knee. Now I'm two weeks away from the half marathon, and so I can't even walk, I can barely walk on Saturday, I I heard it on a Friday, can barely walk on Saturday and Sunday. I tried to go out for half-mile repeats on Monday. I was supposed to do 11 of them. I only did five. Kept limping around the thing. I said, that this ain't worth it. I got to go back. Listen to your body, guys. There's going to be some nuts. I don't have a script today. I'm speaking from the heart. I'm speaking from the heart. And I hope you feel what I'm telling you. I am so thankful, thankful, thankful to be here today. We may not love, like, or love or nine to five jobs, but what can we be grateful for to be able to have a job? If you're fortunate enough to be able to have insurance, and let me tell you something. I have such a drive and such a passion, and for those that do not know me, let me introduce myself. My name is Tadreese Parker. I'm a health coach, and I've been training individuals to run their first 5K since 2013. I'm a health coach. I help people lose weight. I've helped people lose over a hundred pounds. I've helped people lose, you know, anywhere from you know ten to hundred pounds. And uh, we invite you to take us up on a seven-day health challenge. It's absolutely free. You could be included into our, our 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 paid accountability group for seven days. Seven days could change your life. It'll change your world. We'll Will help you to pick the right choices when it comes to your food choices. And we do not sell you weight loss products, okay? That's how I started out. But studying nutrition and finding out that there's six problematic food groups that will inflame you and cause you to have all kinds of issues, but it might not cause everybody to have these issues. So how do you know without getting tested and all this stuff? Well, you eliminate these food groups for seven days and then, you know, I'm sorry, you start out eliminating them for seven days. I would love to for you to experience what that's like and then stretch it out for 30 days and then you can reintroduce things one at a time so that you know, hey, every time I have dairy, I get this phlegm in my throat and it's, it's horrible. Maybe I shouldn't eat it as much. Okay. So we would love for you to connect with us. Okay. Today's podcast, when I'm talking about do nothing foolish. Okay. I've been training a long time for this race. Okay. This isn't my goal race where I'm going to try to get a uh, sub two hour half marathon. That's going to come up in October. But I, you know, still trained throughout the summer and you would hate to get injured right before your big event. And so I had to how am I going to train my group on Tuesday and Thursday if I can't run? Okay, they understood I had to walk. I didn't go out there and continue to force that. I didn't put a brace on. One day I did put a brace on. It caused me to run too hard. And then on Thursday, the sharp pain came back in my knee. Okay. So I said, I'm not going to put a brace on because that's going to cause me to think I could do something that I can. I'm not going to pump myself up with tons of ibuprofen because something is wrong with this knee. And so the decision that I made a couple of years ago to... uh, you know, go back to a field where I can get some assurance, I was able to take advantage of that assurance this past week. Okay, so I went to Vintner Wellness, booked an appointment, got in there on Monday, saw the physical therapist. My knee that had, I ruptured my patella tendon 10 years ago. Okay, ruptured my patella tendon 10 years ago on my right-hand side. So as the physical therapist was going over my left knee that I hurt playing basketball, he's like, it's a little loose. I'm concerned. You know, I don't think you're going to hurt it running anymore. Uh, I just wouldn't have you play basketball cutting left and right and making all these movements. So I'm like, okay, but I'm, I'm concerned that you're concerned that the left knee is a little unstable. So as of Monday, you know, I was very concerned that I may not run the race. So, uh, I set up another appointment with the doctor in that office and got into a hyperbaric chamber for the first time. So this pumps me, pumps your body up with, uh, oxygen and it helps break up lactic acid. And what it also does is surround the, the inflammation and kind of compresses it. And so the doctor coming out of the hyperbaric chamber, he said, How does it feel? And I'm saying, uh, I'm not really sure because I'll feel a little woozy because I fell asleep in there. And if it did not do anything but that, that probably was a good thing. Going to sleep and, and being able to relax. I was listening to a, a book that I've been wanting to read for a long time, and it's called Delay Don't Deny by Jen Stevens they have a podcast that inspires me to do my podcast and their podcast is the intermittent fasting podcast. So I listened to the rest of that book, learned some great things. I loved it and I fell asleep and I got some rest. I come out of the ox- the, the chamber and uh, he told me, he said, you may not feel it now, but in a couple of hours you will feel it. Here's a prescription to get an x-ray. So I go get the x-ray and sure enough, I make a a video on my way out. And on that video, I said, you know what, guys? I'm leaving here. I don't have any limp or anything. So right, just that fast, the hyperbaric chamber helped at that particular time. But then on on Friday, that was Thursday, guys. Then on Friday, I went to uh, the chiropractor. Okay, so as a runner, these are things that... We may ignore, but you need a team to make sure your body stays at peak performance. Because when I saw the physical therapist, uh, you know, he told me there were some things on my right hand side, like my hip flexor that goes into my abdominal area, is tight. And that could be still from the surgery that I had 10 years ago. So I want to make sure, just just like a car, okay? You may get your oil changed every three months. Some people don't. Until they hear some clicking going on in their engine and then they say, oh, I need to get some oil. Okay, we don't want to wait for the symptom to happen before you take care of things. So people that have nice cars and are responsible with those nice cars will take their car to the shop and get regular maintenance, get the transmission fluid change, rotate the tires, check your alignment. Okay, we only have one body. You had a, a major injury in the past. Then let's make sure that we're getting the regular uh, checkups that we need to make sure everything is in line. So I went to my chiropractor on Friday. After that, one of my great members, Dylan Bakley, gave me a free session to salt it's, uh, stay afloat salt water tank. It was, it, was, it was crazy, okay? I stayed in there for I, I had an hour and a half session. I got to admit, it was kind of hard for me to focus on trying to sleep. I couldn't sleep in the water like I did in the oxygen chamber. Okay, so for anybody that's claustrophobic, I used to be claustrophobic. I was pretty good in the oxygen chamber. I just planned that I was gonna go to sleep. Okay? Now when it came to that that water, I wanted to try to go to sleep, but I couldn't. It was hard to sit up, but the salt it's like a thousand pounds of salt in that water and you can't really sit up. It makes you float. It was it was really Really good for the body, good for the knee. By the time I left that, I felt like I was good as new, okay? I didn't stay in there the whole hour and a half. I stayed in there for an hour, and I got out probably hour 15 minutes, and uh, I couldn't take it anymore because it was so quiet. I just kept having all these, you know, it was hard to relax because I was having all these, like, thoughts of uh, things that I need to do and take care of and ideas. And, and speaking of things I need to do and take care of, guys... The new website runtothebestyou.com is relaunched i'm really really excited about it i'm proud of it because i have more of a hand on it putting in the pictures that i need to put in telling the stories i need to tell and when you go on to runtothebestyou.com you will see testimonials of some amazing clients that we've had the privilege of working with over the last uh, six years mothers who have um, overcame the barriers of couldn't lose weight after they had the kids. And now, now they have back to pre-baby weight. And I just can't say enough of, uh, you know, how proud I am of the group and everything like that. So I'm here today. And I'm going to be smart. I'm going, I got my run walk run ratio. I'm going to be very conservative. I'm going to treat this as a practice for the October race. So what that means is I'm not going to like treat this as my I'm going to work on. I'm hyped. I don't know if you can hear it, but I'm excited. I am so excited to be here and I'm going to tell you why I'm excited to be here. Not just the fact that I got here, but the fact that we have nine participants that came out to this race today. I'm doing a half marathon. We got three members doing the 10 mile run and we got six members doing the 5K. It's going to be outstanding. It's going to be outstanding right now. So what's my overall message? What's my overall theme for this segment? It's to take care of your body. It's to eat right. Okay. It's to get your exercise in three, four times a week. You don't have to kill it, overdo it, all right? Now, when I say three times a week, only run three times a week, but take the other three days and do some strength training, do some cross training. Try to do something every day if you can. And then you have that seventh day for rest, recovery, stretch, okay? And in between time, make the time for yourself. I tell you what, right now, I am not working, and so I had the time to invest in my body this week, if I had to drive an hour away to to a job and come back, you know, and deal with the family, I would have never been able to, uh, you know, take the time off. Because if you try to take the time off, they'd be like, you know, we need you. Uh, you must not want to work and all this stuff. You know what I'm saying, guys? I'm keeping it real. I'm keeping it real. This is why I have a passion to, for doing what I'm doing because I want to help as many people as I can. But I also want to have time freedom, and I want to build this program so that, you know, I can do that, I have time freedom. I, I, I appreciate it this week to be able to go and see those specialists and be able to be here today to inspire not only my group, but anybody that I come across. I could be running this half marathon at mile 12, someone's struggling. I'm going to give them some words of encouragement. Listen, girl, you got this. Come on, man. Let's do this together. We can finish this. Let's do it strong. You don't know nothing about the run, walk, run. Follow me. I'll show you what to do. You see what I'm saying? Guys, I appreciate all these listeners that is new to the podcast. I ask you to please share on your favorite social media feeds. You never know which one of your friends will be inspired by it. I'm going to take a break. And when I come back, I'm going to answer some questions. And also, I am going to try to get some sounds from today's race. Let me tell you who else is going to be there today. In my podcast, I have interviewed Olivia DeRogatis. All right. Her podcast was pushing it to the limit. She's running in today's race. Brian McDowell, OK, my man was like lost all kinds of weight. And he tells his story in one of our previous podcasts. He's going to be here today running his first half marathon. I, I just. I feel blessed and thank you. And I have Danielle from Minnesota. Shout out to her. She inspired me to help to 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 tell our story in a more profound way on the website and that's why the website has been designed the way it has been and she's also trying to make an attempt to she suffered a setback in her foot injured her foot so she's trying to heal and all the while she's training for a full marathon to do the chicago marathon there's a lot of stuff going on guys we got two new members uh from jersey city okay starting their own Keep Calm and Run to the Best You crew in Jersey City after Danielle's done her uh, her Chicago half her Chicago marathon excuse me she may be getting a Keep Calm and Run to the Best You started in her town. You're interested in that? Let's connect with me. All right? Let's take a break and when I come back, we'll answer some questions that our listeners had this week. All right, welcome back. So, Another plug that I would like to give that I don't, I am not getting paid as a sponsor for this, but Thrive Food Markets, I'm going to leave a link in the description and I believe you will get $25 off, right? Using that link that I will leave towards purchasing of some sugar-free products And when I say sugar-free, I don't mean like, you know, they put aspartame in there instead of sugar. So if you go to Thrive, they have Whole30 approved foods such as ketchup, mayonnaise, salad dressings. There's no preservatives, no funky chemicals and dyes and things like that. It's absolutely delicious. I could not believe the ketchup was as great as it was. Without sugar, honey, agave, any of that stuff. This ketchup is absolutely to die for, and I cannot run out of it ever again. Go in the description of this podcast and to get a link to uh, sign up to Thrive. I'm telling you, it's it's so good. All the salad dressings are good. You go you go to the supermarket in Shire, right? And you look at the descriptions of what <laughs> is in salad dressing. It's crazy. You can't pronounce half the products, and that's what uh, we try to teach people is if it has a label, you should be able to pronounce the foods that's on there. Let me go into our questions real fast. I'm going to blitz through this because it's time for me to get out there and get going and meet my peoples and stuff like that. So Danielle asked, what is your race strategy going to be for your sub two hour half marathon? And I had discussed this last week that I had a conversation with Jeff Galloway and he said with the run, walk, run, there's some people that have done a sub two hour half marathon doing 30 seconds on 30 seconds off. And I couldn't believe that. Um, I don't have a particular strategy at this time because I was, you know, before I got injured, basically I had to take two weeks off from running because of my injury and I was going to play around with the times. I feel as though Being if Jeff told me that I can do 30 seconds on and 30 seconds of walking uh, and still get a sub two hour half marathon, I believe my comfort zone for half marathon distance will be 90 seconds on with a 30 second walk break. And I am going to work on that today. I'm not going for a sub two hour half marathon, but I'm going to work on it and see how it feels. I I know that that's my comfort zone. I can go up into two minutes. Okay, depending on the weather and everything like that. So let's move on to our next question. Do you change up your nutrition for race week? Well, if I'm in the process of keeping it real, well, where where I'm eliminating all the food groups, uh, sugar, soy, alcohol, dairy, legumes and uh, soy. If I if I if I said one twice, I apologize. So when I go into a half marathon, I do that a month before the half marathon. If it's a 5K and I kind of been practicing food freedom where I may go to a gathering and have some cake, then I do keeping it real for two or three days. Then I'll have some buffalo wings and some fries or something like that. Then I'll have then I go back to keeping it real for a couple of days. The rate the week of race week, I do the seven days straight leading into it, sometimes even 10. Okay, Um, let me see. Tina asked, I love to hear about the right foods to fuel you before a race, not necessarily on race day, but in the days before the race. Are we talking carbs, protein? What should I be focusing on in my diet to get the best out of myself? And no easy reply like no processed foods. I'm curious what kind of macronutrients are going to fuel my run. So, yes, when I when I keep my nutrition real in the first place, I'm eating and I'm fasting for, you know, 16, 20 hours. The foods that I'm eating is nutrient-dense to begin with. So, I'm going to have my sweet potato, plenty of leafy greens to help clear out the digestion and stuff like that. Spinach salads, uh, eat your protein, okay? Maybe during a race week, you're going to have your, your, you know, if you're intermittent fasting, you need the fats from your meat. So like a good piece of ribeye with the fat on it is good for you. It's going to help you burn fat for fuel and not glucose for fuel, especially when you're not eating a lot and you're not having sugar snacks and all this type of things. So the night before a race, a nice healthy fish, some broccoli. Before, I would do brown rice, but now that I don't do grains as much as I did or at all sometimes, then I have a sweet potato, you know, as my carbs. Go ahead and have some fruit the night before, okay? So I don't get all bent out of shape, like counting my calories, counting all these macronutrients. I'm just eating real food, and that fuels me, okay? I'm going into the race on a 12-hour fast at least, okay, Actually, I would be 12 and a half hours fasted today because I closed my window at 8 p.m. The race starts at 830. All I had today is my nitro uh, cold brew brew coffee. And that's all I need and some water because I'm getting dehydrated already. I'm talking so much. I'm excited. All right. So last question. Lisa asked, is it better to run a shorter distance and get... And work on getting better time or going longer distances, and don't care as much about the time, just completing it. And I asked for reclarification of this question. She's basically asking, should she just focus on the five Ks and getting better at that? Because training for a longer distance can be te- uh, tedious; it could be boring, and you're just not good at it when you first start out, perhaps. And I'm going to say to each his own, you know, I have trouble getting faster at the 5Ks because I do train for my long distance runs. And it's not that I can't get faster at the 5Ks. You know, there's some some speed workouts that I can for sure incorporate on a more consistent basis, which will help me get faster with the long distance runs as well. So some people have a theory that if you're training for the long distance runs, that you're going to suffer in your shorter distance runs, right? And because you can only focus on one type of training at a time, that's some people's philosophy. Philosophy. Some others will say that you can do both. So, for some people, it's it's um, time. They don't have the time to invest in training for these longer distance runs, right? You got family, different things like that. But I will say, like, I really enjoy both distances, the 5Ks and they have their benefits. So if you can design your year to maybe include one half marathon and you're training for four months for it, it's not as bad. This particular year, 2019, I will have done four half marathons. And I wouldn't replace any of them. I really like, like next year if I want to trim down to one, I don't know which one I would like. Only I can't. I least, I have to at least do two. Okay, I want to do Disney. That's what made me do four this year. I did January Disney half marathon. I'm going to do it again in 2020, and I can't go without doing an Atlantic City half marathon in New Jersey. That's my backyard. Uh, in the in the spring, there's a half marathon in Atlantic City that's on a flat boardwalk, right? It's called the April Fool's half marathon. And that's all flat. It's like if you're going to PR, that's the race to PR. Is. So and as a matter of fact, I got my fastest time in four years this past April on that flat course. So it's like, yo, you gotta go back and do it again. You know what I mean? You get addicted to it. And what I love about the long distance runs is that I might go wake up first thing in the morning and it's quiet. I have all kinds of like reflections and some of my greatest, uh, ideas for my business has come on those long distance runs, such as the seven day keeping a real challenge. You know, my, one of my favorite clients, Jamie Burke, she's down almost 50 pounds since January. That came, that, that idea came in December on a long run training for the Disney half marathon. And then I understand the, the the time constraints, and that's why I have some programs that I found that I use now that is less demanding on your time. And I would love to talk to you about it so that we can get you personal personalized uh, schedule for you to be able to help you train for a half marathon and not take all year. You know, t- take like fifteen hours to do it in the course of a week. My first schedule was brutal. I might spend an hour and a half on Tuesday, an hour or more on Thursday, and then my long distance run over the weekend. And now I run much less and I'm getting faster every single time. Now, now I'm going to wrap this portion of it up and I'm going to get out there, meet some people and hopefully bring you some sounds of today's event. All right, guys, sounds from the Ocean City Half Marathon, 5K, 10-miler here. Um, When I went over the week that was, one thing that I didn't mention was our seven-day challenge. And I am standing next to the winner of last week's challenge. She won a nice uh, coffee mug with a a gift, gift certificate. And so I'm here with Lisa Keating. She is doing the 5K today, but she's been training for a 10K. Lisa, how do you feel going into today's event? I feel amazing. I am with a challenge. I got eight pounds lighter Woo-hoo. and been practicing a lot, running, and my time is a lot better, so I'm really excited for today to see what I can do. Oh, I'm excited for you. I can't wait to catch up with you at the end. Have a good one. Be careful. All right. We had Olivia DeRogatis on the podcast earlier OK, episode 14 or whatever. And I caught up with her here at the Ocean City Half Marathon. Olivia, what are you looking forward to getting today? Do you have any time goal? What What are you pushing for? Um, I'm really just trying to use today as a nice workout leading up to my full. um actually signed up for the race yesterday. So you signed up for the Lang City Full? No, for this race yesterday. Oh, that's right. That's so. right. But you're training for a full marathon, which is... What, what full marathon are you uh, uh The Atlantic City, the Atlantic full, City marathon. full Marathon, yeah. right? And so you're using this as practice. That's a good way to do it. Yeah. I look forward to seeing you in the winter circle. This is how she does, you know <laughs> I what I mean? She, she's going to she's going to just sign up the day before and she's going to come out here and show out. Why? Because she practices and she she loves what she does. What loves what she does. Thanks Olivia. Thank you. Yeah. Hey y'all, what's going on? This
1: is Ed, part of the uh Keep Calm and Run to the Best You group. Um we're switching it up a little bit because I'm going to interview Coach. So, that's right. You got Ed Brown talking to Coach. He's uh, hijacked the podcast. We're here in beautiful Ocean City, New Jersey. Coach just got finished running the uh, the half marathon here. And uh, Coach, tell me how you feel. Ed,
0: I'm exhausted, man. I'm real exhausted. Uh, I feel great in so many ways. I feel blessed to be out here today. Um You know, all the treatments that I got on my knee, it never gave me not one problem. Not one problem. Uh, My right knee, where I had surgery 10 years ago, that never gave me any sharp pains or injuries or anything like that. Okay. I'm just exhausted from uh, probably not running in two weeks. Okay. Uh, The heat was uh, brutal. Yeah. And uh, for sure. For
1: sure. Yeah. You look good. We saw you uh, right about the halfway point. Uh, Me and Jamie were, and. me, Jamie, and the rest of the crew, which, by the way, shout out to you guys because we had a great turnout, great support for the team. Everybody was cheering everybody. But we uh, we saw you coming right around the seven-mile mark, and you looked good. You were right in the middle of your, uh, your walking portion of your uh, intervals. Tell me, what, do you remember what you felt like at that point?
0: I felt strong. I was very surprised at the time because uh, – For this race, I wasn't focusing on my Nike app. I wasn't looking and hearing what kind of time splits I had or anything like that. So when I crossed uh, mile seven and I saw that I was like uh, an hour and three minutes and I'm already into mile seven, I was beyond the halfway point. And uh, Mm -hmm. I was like, I was feeling good. I was doing probably around that time. I probably was doing about uh, 90-30. Okay. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah, because me and Jamie actually looked at each other and be like, he's some kind of mind reader or something. Or he could tell the future because... You were right, like I said, like you just said, you were right at an hour, three minutes. So we were, you know, trying to calculate it, you know, maybe 204, 206, right? that's when we were expecting you back. But uh, as time started wearing on, we saw that, uh, you know, that time had come and gone. And we started getting a little worried that maybe your knees were starting to bother you. Because, you know, like you said, you hadn't run much in the last couple of weeks because of the knee problems. Can you talk on that for a minute?
0: Yeah, I... I had to listen to my body overall Great. Um, and instead of forcing myself to stay at 90-30 and just get worse, I downshifted my intervals to about 45-30. There were times when I went to 30-30 uh, okay. um, because the heat and we can't underestimate enough. Uh, no matter what run-walk run interval you are, let's say you can do a 5k at 4 minutes on with a 30 second walk break well uh if it 's like eighty five degrees you have to uh downshift thirty degrees for every five degrees over sixty five okay so okay. sometimes i don't like to listen to that you uh-huh. know what I mean sure, um, but you know at the end of the day, I just had to downshift and it w- it was a beast man yeah. uh, we, were, we We started the race out uh in the first two three miles we had to go over Longport bridge which is wow. which is really high it 's like. Wow click 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 up a roller coaster and then you go downhill right then you make a u-turn and come back over Uh the bridge all right and then once you make your way onto the boardwalk you got a lot of give you're Uh feeling good Uh and then you have to come off of there and go onto the street again okay and when you go onto the street i mean the sun is just baking on you yeah and it's like constant on the street for about five six miles wow. and it just wears you out yeah a absolutely lot, a lot of people are like sluggish in, in that section of the sure, race of course
1: but yeah that uh you did great you finished you know i know you were a little tired obviously i mean you gave a heck of an effort out there and a the whole team everybody shout out to all the everybody in our team that ran and everybody in in the, the run themselves it was it was it was warm it was humid up here it wasn't until the very end that the wind started you know Giving us a little bit of a break, even just standing there, you know, cheering everybody on. So, uh, I- if, if, if we
0: can bounce back and forth, Ed, let's uh, let's let's give a shout out to Jen Burke uh, for coming out doing this five k. Even though her sister didn't sign up, she signed up. She and Jen Burke is in a zone right now. Unbelievable. Taking care of herself. And she's not worried about who else is doing anything. She's motivated by the group. Absolutely. But for, for once, she's focusing on herself. Absolutely. Now that's killing it. Yeah, absolutely. And she, now, now let's go to Tina. I did not see Tina at the end. Tina she probably hit the girl. How did she do? Today? She
1: did great. She was a little uh she seemed like she uh she was a little discouraged with her time. But you know she got out there and did it, and she kicks butt like she always does absolutely. and absolutely, and I know that uh she was saying that there's um at one portion at the boardwalk where it's it's uh cuts in almost in half, yeah, and then you 're trying to funnel everybody through and you're running in between and around benches and stuff like that, so that's yeah. going to take you know take time off of your run plus your momentum, yeah, so she took that into account, so I think she walked away feeling a lot better about it because That's good. That's good. you know it wasn't anything that she did she she went out there and gave it 110 percent like she always does absolutely you know and uh she nothing to, nothing to hold her head down about she did great everybody did
0: great every every uh race or every day isn't going to be your best day right but make the best out of every day absolutely all right so I- then so then we got the sisters lisa and uh chris ballard okay um, unbelievable. Uh, unbelievable unbelievable came unbelievable.
1: out lisa gallagher was phenomenal mm. she mm. those little legs were motoring right right. right right she
0: did great do you think like what kind of battery do you think she got in that buttocks like double d i don't know like, uh, do, I don't know. <laughs> like because I, she's like the energizer battery. i don't know double but just, some just, days just, i
1: need to <laughs> tap into that because she just goes <laughs> she just taps into that extra that Yo.
0: extra gas tank and just goes unbelievable hey shout out to jim Seawick uh, from yes. Edward Jones. He comes. He comes out. An hour from work to come to our area to train, and then he has to drive an hour and fifteen minutes back home. Mm-hmm. That's a big triangle that he puts himself through. And he came out here and did the ten miler today. Absolutely. shout out to you, brother.
1: Yeah, man, Jim did great as always. Always has a smile on his face, positive attitude, just great, great uh, teammate. You know, motivating people. It's it's unbelievable. So, coach, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna start to wrap this up. Do you have any any uh, finishing thoughts or final
0: thoughts for today? Hey, I think I said it. The, the motivation quote, Ed, and that's uh, every day isn't going to be your best day, mm-hmm. but make the best out of every day. Right. And every day that you get a chance to get out and do something, even if it's going to walk to dog, if that's the best you could do today, pat yourself on the back. That's a good job. Absolutely. Okay? And, and and one more thing, Ed, la- lastly, um, <laughs> I talk about keeping it real with your nutrition. Mm-hmm. I talk about intermittent fasting and I talk about running, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny how the pieces of the puzzle, um, I was a little bit up this week in my weight. Um, compared to where I thought I, I could have been. Okay. And it's because I didn't run. And it's funny because, you know, I, I always talk about the nutrition is the, nu- the, the number one thing. Okay. Right. My nutrition was on point. Of course. I've been intermittent fasting. Mm-hmm. However, when I did open my window, mm-hmm. I think I had a little bit too much food as I, all, like, I ate as if I was running. Okay. If that makes sense. Sure. So my portions would like because I wasn't running, mm-hmm. I I could have lightened up my portions. I gotcha. All right. So that's just a that's just a future podcast for another day. Absolutely. Th- thank you so much, guys.
1: All right. Well, this is Ed. I'm going to uh, the act. Actually, I'm Ed, the first Patreon uh, that's right. supporter. That's right. Um, gonna sign off for today. I'll uh, leave it from uh, great, beautiful Ocean City, New Jersey, and remember, if join us on the podcast. And come out and meet us for our runs Tuesdays and Thursdays. And, uh, Coach, finish us with, the, uh, with your final, uh, you're saying.
0: Well, thanks for listening to the Running, Intermittent Fasting, and Weight Loss Podcast. You guys have an incredible week. Thank you.
1: Thanks, guys.